Happy, happy Thursday, everyone. Welcome back to the Bible's Babies in Business podcast. Because it's Thursday, that means that we have a Bible study breakdown episode coming for you today. And this is such a good one. It's just it's just a good day in general. I'm recording this. It's actually not Thursday when I'm recording this. It's Thursday when you're listening to it. It's Tuesday as I'm recording it. I got my coffee here. I got my puppies in my office. They're snuggling up on their blankets and their beds. The sun is shining. We can feel fall in the air. It is just, it's a good day. And I'm so excited to record this episode for you today. I outlined this episode yesterday and I was just asking the father, God, what do you want to speak to your people through this episode? Because if you've been listening for a while, you know that our Bible study breakdown episodes are essentially when we take a passage from a book in the Bible, we're moving through the books in the Bible chronologically, and we really look at the principles in that passage and ask ourselves how we can apply this to our faith, to our motherhood, and to our business. And this is something that I really believe has to be Holy Spirit led because to be truthful, I am not a Bible scholar. Like I am not a theologian expert and and I love the Bible, but I'm just, I'm just not an expert in it. And so I need the Holy Spirit to breathe life into this episode and speak through me today. And man, oh man, when I was outlining this episode You know, like when you're typing and you just know that like you're the one maybe typing, but like it's just the Lord just downloading bits of wisdom and nuggets of wisdom into whatever it is that you're working on. That's how I felt in this episode. So today we're going to look at the book of Nehemiah. Now, Nehemiah is an interesting book. It's not like maybe uh, one of the more popular books of the Bible, but there is so much wisdom in these pages. And what we're going to do is look at the biblical principles in Nehemiah and understand how they correlate to a business principle that is finding your buyer first. I know those are two, they seem to be two completely separate things, but the Lord just revealed how he has been placing these business principles in the books of the Bible from like the very beginning. So friend, grab your Bible, grab your highlighter, and let's do it. Hey mama, welcome to Bibles, Babies, and Business. Are you ready to start an online biz, quit your nine to five, and stay home with your kids? Are you up late at night Googling online business ideas, how to market myself, and how to get my first paying client? Do you have lots of ideas, but feel overwhelmed when trying to figure out which ones to focus on so you can move your business forward? Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, I too felt drained by my day job and wished I could find a way to make money online. I wanted time freedom and the financial freedom to be a stay-at-home mom, but imposter syndrome kept creeping in and telling me, you could never make enough money doing that. And what if you do try and you fail? But then I discovered how to build an online coaching business from home. In this podcast, you'll find biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, online marketing tips to help you start and build an online coaching business from home, and a whole lot of mom life because we're doing it all with a baby on our hip. So grab your Bible, snuggle your baby, and let's build your business because you were made for this. 
Okay, so let me first set the stage for you before we dive into the Bible study aspect of Nehemiah. So there is a Jewish man named Nehemiah. We're going to talk about him a lot. And he, in the story that we are reading and studying today, he was in the fortress of Susa working for the Persian king. Now, let me back up because prior to this, if you listened to last Thursday's episode, then you know that the Jewish people were previously overtaken in their city of Jerusalem years before, and they were led in captivity by Babylon because they refused to submit to the Lord. The Jewish people were um, not being obedient, and so the Lord allowed them to be overtaken by Babylon. Okay, so that that happened. That's that's part of setting the stage to this. So for seventy years, seventy years, the Jewish people were in captivity under Babylon's control. Now, after these seventy years of this this exile from Jerusalem, God, because He is so good, because He's so graceful and faithful and redemptive. He allowed the Jewish people to begin going back to their homeland in Jerusalem in groups. So like not everybody went at once. They, they went in um, groups of people. And when they got to the Jerusalem, when they got to their home, their hometown, Jerusalem, they started to rebuild the temple of God and the city that was previously destroyed when they were overthrown decades prior by the Babylonians. Okay. So they're, this is the context leading up to today's Bible study. So Nehemiah, again, a Jewish man living and working in the fortress of Susa under the control of the Persian king. So he's not in Jerusalem yet. Now, Nehemiah is aware that his people, the Jewish people, are beginning to make their way back to, to Jerusalem. And again, they're not all going at once. They're going in groups. And he asks someone one day, hey, you know, how, how are our people doing back in Jerusalem? How's everything going there? And he finds out that there are some major problems going down in Jerusalem. The wall of Jerusalem has been torn down. The gates have been burned down. It was a hot mess. So because the gates were burned down and, and the walls were torn down, like that was the security of the city. That's what really, that was like the physical protection of the city. It's like the fence, if you will. You know, you have a fence around your home. That was the fence around the city that was meant to protect the people inside from any intrusions from the outside. So the security of the city had been destroyed and now the city and thus the people were vulnerable. And Nehemiah was broken hearted hearing this. And this is was this was his response. So I'm going to open up at Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 4 through 11. When I heard this, I sat down and wept. In fact, for days I mourned, fasted, and prayed to the God of heaven. Then I said, O Lord God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps his covenant of unfailing love to those who love him and obey his commands, listen to my prayer. Look down and see me praying in night and day for your people Israel. I confess that we have sinned against you. Yes, even my own family and I have sinned. We have sinned terribly by not obeying the commands, decrees, and regulations that you gave us through your servant Moses. Please remember what you told your servant Moses. If you are unfaithful to me, I will scatter you among the nations. But if you return to me and obey my commands and live by them, then even if you are exiled to the ends of the earth, 
I will bring you back to the place I have chosen for my name to be honored. The people you rescued by your great power and your and strong hand are your servants. Oh Lord, please hear my prayer. Listen to the prayers of those of us who delight in honoring you. Please grant me success today by making the king favorable to me. Put it in his heart to be kind to me. In those days, I was the king's cupbearer. Now, after Nehemiah prays this prayer, months pass by. And after months have passed by, Nehemiah was at work. Again, he worked for the Persian king as his cupbearer. And one day the king notices that Nehemiah was sad. So the king asks Nehemiah, what's wrong? And this is what happened. I'm going to start in in Nehemiah chapter 2, verses 2. So the king asked me, why are you looking so sad? You don't look sick to me. You must be deeply troubled. Then I was terrified. But I replied, long live the king. How can I not be sad? For the city where my ancestors are buried is in ruins and the gates have been destroyed by fire. The king asked, well, how can I help you? With a prayer to the God of heaven, I replied, if it please the king and if you are pleased with me, your servant, send me to Judah to rebuild the city where my ancestors are buried. So let's break this down. And when I was studying the book, man, there were so many different points or different uh, perspectives I could have talked about when it comes to the book of Nehemiah and this passage inside of Nehemiah. Like I, I could have talked about leading with compassion because we just read that Nehemiah heard that his people were in trouble and they were hurting and they were in need and he was compassionate for them. It says for days he mourned, he fasted and prayed to God about this. And I don't know about you, but I think our world could use a huge dose of compassion. So I could have taken it that way. I could have talked about imposter syndrome and feeling unqualified and and not allowing your current position to limit what God can do through you and in you. Because remember what we just read, Nehemiah was a cupbearer. The job of a cupbearer was to protect the literal cup from which the king would drink from to make sure that nobody was going to try and poison the king by putting poison in his cup. So the cupbearer was like the security guard of the cup, okay? So they had to be really trusted by the king. So I could have taken it that way, you know, you know, not allowing imposter syndrome to limit what God can do in your life. But what I really felt actually led to speak on in this passage is this, seeing a need in your community and becoming someone's answered prayer. Now that's a biblical principle, seeing a need, meeting a need, and um, really being the salt and light of the earth. You know, like that's a biblical principle. How in the world does that tie into our businesses? So there's this business principle that a lot of really financially successful entrepreneurs build their businesses on, and it is this. If you want your business to make money, you need to find your buyer first before you ever create the product or service. Now, the reason for this is if there is no demand for your product or for your service, then it doesn't matter how amazing your offer is, no one is going to buy it. Now, this is just business 101, supply and demand. If there is no demand for what you have to offer, then you are not going to make money. 
Now, the fascinating part is this quote unquote business principle is shown right here in the Bible, in Nehemiah, before it was ever trademarked by the business industry. Nehemiah recognized that there was a need in his community amongst his people, and he took it upon himself to become the solution. What I want to submit to you today is this. What if the Christian community not only asked God to answer prayers, but what if we actually became the answered prayer? How can you use your coaching business to be someone's answered prayer? What problems are you seeing people deal with in your community, whether that is in person in your community or in your online community? What are people struggling with that you have the solution to? What gifts has Christ placed inside of you that is the answer to somebody else's problem? Not only is this a great principle to make sure that your business is financially profitable, to create a solution to a need that you're seeing in the marketplace, but it is also a biblical principle. We are supposed to go out and be the salt and light of the earth and the hands and feet of Jesus. Nehemiah didn't just pray for God to send somebody to rescue his people. Nehemiah became the answered prayer and he said, send me. He became the solution. So friend, if you want to have a thriving coaching business, if you want your services and your offer to be in demand, Start observing people around you, whether that is, again, in person, in your physical community, or whether that is online, in your online community. Start studying people. What problems are they going through? Do you have the solution to that problem? And maybe actually even start praying, God, please show me the gifts that you have placed in me that you desire to be the solution to someone's problem. Give me wisdom on this, God. Give me a burden for the assignment that you are calling me to. How can I be the salt and light of the earth? How can I meet somebody's need, Father? How can I be the solution and the answer to somebody's prayer? And here's another really beautiful thing. Matthew 6, says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. Friend, it is God's will for you to serve others through your gifts. And we know that because of 1 Peter 4, 10 says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them to serve one another. So we know that it is his will for us to serve others through our gifts. And when you seek him, you will be provided for. It said that in Matthew 6, 33. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. Now, this is not prosperity gospel. There are no promises here that you're going to be rich or a millionaire or have a six or seven figure business, but you will be provided for. Philippians 4.19, and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So friend, if you want your business to be financially profitable, if you want to create impact in the marketplace and bring glory to the kingdom of heaven, then let's glean the biblical principle of seeing a need and meeting a need with the business principle of finding your buyer first 
Because let's be honest, finding your buyer first is just really fancy business talk for see a need and meet a need. And in this way, when you see a need and you meet that need, you will be serving others through your God-given gifts and bring glory to the kingdom of heaven. God has given each of you a gift to serve other people. What is your gift, friend? What has God placed inside of you that is the answer to someone's prayer? Now, I'll tell you what my gift is. I don't know why, I don't know how, but for some reason, the Lord has given me the gift of teaching others how to build a business. And more specifically, God has given me the gift of teaching other women how to use their God-given gifts to not only serve others, but how to also earn an income while doing it. I want to serve you, friend. It is my heart's desire to serve you. I get so much joy out of serving other coaches, other women who are led by the Holy Spirit to use their gifts to bring impact to other people's lives and also earn an income for their family. So this is what I'm going to do. As I was outlining this episode and asking God to speak through me in this episode. And I I was thinking, man, how am I going to close this thing out? Like, how am I going to bring this back home in the episode? And the Lord dropped this in my spirit. Serve them. This, This entire episode is about seeing a need in your community and meeting that need by serving people. So serve them. And again, for some wild reason, God has decided to give me the gift of helping other women build online businesses. That is how that is how he has called me to serve here in the marketplace. Teaching women how to make money online, how to get more clients, how to serve people using their God-given gifts and also be able to pre- be a present mom at home with their kiddos while earning that income online. So this is again what I'm going to do. I'm going to be opening up two free business strategy sessions next week. Now, what is a free business strategy session? I'm glad that you asked. A free business strategy session is a completely free opportunity for you and I to pop on a Zoom call and I will coach you through the number one obstacle or the number one need you have in your business right here, right now for 60 minutes. Like I said, this call is completely free. There's no strings attached in this call. It's an opportunity for me to use my God-given gift to serve you in your God-given gift. So here's some topics that we could potentially cover in a free business strategy session. How to market your coaching business on Instagram. How to get your next five coaching clients using Instagram. How to create a high ticket coaching offer. Or maybe you need a sales strategy that isn't icky or sleazy or pushy and actually aligns with the biblical principles that we're building our business on. Maybe you need sales strategy, friend. If that's what you need, I got you. Whatever your need is right now in your coaching business, I want to serve you in it for free, no strings attached. So if you want to grab one of the two free business strategy sessions that I am opening up next week between Monday, August 29th and Friday, September 2nd, here's what you need to do. Scroll down to the show notes of this podcast episode, click on the link that says free business strategy session, fill out and submit the form. Now, this is not an application. This is just a way for me to gather the information that I need so that I know where to send the Zoom link for our call, (laughs) okay? This is a no strings attached call. This is an opportunity for me to serve you. 
There are two spots open next week for a free business strategy session for 60 minutes. And friends, you had better believe that these are going to go quick. There, I promise you, there is more than two people listening to this episode that are going to send in this form. So if you are thinking about snagging one of these two spots, please do not make the mistake of thinking too long and then having all the spots gone for next week. Scroll down in the show notes, click the link, fill out and submit the form. Let's pop on a Zoom call and let me serve you in building the business that God has called you to build because that's my gift. My gift for some reason is helping other women build their businesses. And I really desire to be obedient in that and to serve you in that way. Friend, thank you for tuning in and listening to today's episode. I challenge you to open up the book of Nehemiah this week and read through chapters one and two and see how the Lord ministers to you in that way. Again, one last reminder, there are two free business strategy sessions open next week. Scroll down in the show notes, click the link, fill out and submit the form. These spots are going to go fast. And if the Lord is tugging on your heart to snag one of these spots, then I want you to. I want to encourage you to do that. I love you, friend, and I'll see you on Monday on the Bible's Babies and Business Podcast. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Bible's Babies and Business Podcast. If you learned something from today's episode, or if it blessed you in any way, I would love to know. You can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review, and I may just read your review on the show. Thank you again for being here, and I pray that God would fill you with peace in your faith, your motherhood, and your business, because you were made for this.